conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. You are listening to John Gerica on SAFM. City of Cape Town manages to maintain the lowest unemployment rate in the metros in South Africa. We're joined by James Foss, who will share thoughts on the fourth consecutive quarter of positive employment growth for the city of Cape Town, what it means for other provinces in terms of lessons that we can learn. MMC for economic growth in the city of Cape Town. James Foss joins us. MMC, thanks for joining us. What are you doing differently to the rest of the country? Hi, good afternoon, John, and to your listeners. Well, if you look at the latest numbers, um, it really speaks to our mission to make Cape Town the easiest place to do business. And so a lot of our time and money is spent on stimulating supply and demand. Uh, So in Cape Town, we have a very unique economic landscape. We've got sectors that are performing very well. And so from my factory visits to boardroom conversations, I'm always inspired to see the innovation and entrepreneurship displayed throughout the city. So, John, if you look at our budget for economic growth, uh, it really speaks to all of the sectors from formal to informal, and especially those sectors where we have uh, fantastic opportunity to build the talent and also the skills for Catonians. And so we have workforce development programs and a lot of job readiness uh, capacity building initiatives where we prepare Catonians for future jobs from call centers to clothing and design, green energy manufacturing, boat building. So those are the sectors that are really giving Cape Town a competitive advantage. Mm. And so we spend a great deal of our budget preparing the Cape Town workforce for those future jobs, but also... Okay, hold on. Uh, just, just all of that thought, if you don't mind, MMC, I just want to understand more about that. So is that that's, that's government funding and taxpayers' money that is being used? Is it is it through private companies that are doing that training? That's correct. So okay. we work very closely with what we call uh, sector bodies or strategic business partners that focuses on each one of those uh, specific sectors. So, for example, in the call center industry, we have the Cape BPO as the sector body that helps us with skills development and investment attraction. On clothing and textile, we have the Cape Clothing and Textile Cluster that helps us with uh, job readiness training for people that will work in those uh, uh, factories and, and so on. So each sector has a sector body that we fund specifically to help us with the workforce development so that we can have a steady skills pipeline into those high-performing sectors. And that really helps us to grow those sectors Mm. and ultimately the uh, new demand. But then it gives us that supply into, into more sectors that rely on those specific sectors for goods and services. And so uh, another exciting example is the Jobs Connect program, where we have a specific program to connect job seekers with available job opportunities. And so if it is that your CV has a shortcoming, mm-hmm. then the program will identify, or the platform will identify the shortcoming, and then there are training programs to make your job ready for those available job opportunities. So those are just some of the ways that we are uh, supporting growth in the economy through workforce development, uh, but also then helping small businesses mm. because 60 to 80% of the jobs come from that specific sector. And so we have a dedicated uh, small business help desk in Cape Town that deals with supply development. 
smart procurement, uh, helping small businesses with their product development, their pricing, and then access to market. And so there we have a dedicated trade portal where Cape Town-based businesses can load their services and goods onto the portal. It's like a virtual marketplace. And then we connect your products mm. with buyers around the world. And that's another way to stimulate supply for Cape-based goods because, John, then those businesses will produce more and ultimately mm. employ more. So we're really trying to flip the script on our local government response to, to the economy by focusing on on the things that will drive demand for more goods and also ultimately the productivity of Cape-based companies where we have a dedicated team that will work with businesses on their productivity so that they produce more, drive efficiencies. And then, of course, entrepreneurship. That's an exciting part of the work we do. We've just launched a dedicated entrepreneurship academy in Cape Town, which is a free online learning portal that speaks to the city government's ease of doing business mission. And it's really a game-changing tool for startups in Cape Town, where you can go online and go and check out all the things that an entrepreneur needs to do from starting their business, developing the product, getting the pricing uh, right, and then getting your product into market. So those are the type of things that we do. It's exciting. We've seen a lot of new budget businesses come online as a result of the work that we do. But then, of course, the big ticket issues, energy, mobility, infrastructure. So a big chunk of the budget will go towards um, establishing informal trading areas in Cape Town that's well-located, markets that we can give informal traders access to consumers and not um, make it difficult for them to do business. And then we've also just launched our own ease of doing business index last week. These are 10 indicators that deals with trading uh, applications, business licenses, construction permits. And so each one of those business-facing services have uh, timelines attached to it so that we can do things quicker for business because we know that for business, time is money. So we really want to do things quicker and with more capability that will make it easier for businesses to set up shop and to expand their business footprint in Cape Town. We phoned you, James Foss, MMC for Economic Growth in the City of Cape Town, to find out what to do. Have other MMCs from Metro's phoned you and say, what are you guys doing? No, they have not. (laughs) You're putting me on the spot. But we work very closely with our neighbouring municipalities here in the Western Cape. Joburg hasn't phoned you, or Bloemfontein, or or, uh, Klabecha. They haven't said you guys are doing, it seems like you're doing a good job. How can we copy what you're doing? No, they have not. Okay. Uh, it's a pity because these programs can, can work in any city where there's a will, there's a way. And, and these programs are really a, a cool way to get uh, your economic uh, sectors to mm. perform well by just focusing on the basics, but then to take it to the next level, improving productivity, helping businesses with, with their exports by creating this virtual marketplace. Um, and so... That is really how we approach the economy in Cape Town, and it can be replicated all over the country. In fact, it could even be done on a national level, right. because because that's where you build products, where you build demand, and, and that's how you get your products quicker to market, helping businesses to set up shop. Another cool thing we did was to set up a dedicated investment branch in my uh, Department of Economic Growth where we deal specifically with investors, uh, businesses from all sizes, 
to help them with their uh, investment facilitation, mm. to help set up shop, identify the land, get the connections, get the permits in place. Um, because if we can get them to start doing business quicker, it's, it's just it's sure. a win-win then for jobs and for that company to get on with, with the business of business. We hear about semigration and people packing up and moving to Cape Town. Uh, the worry for other provinces is that if it's easy to do business in the Western Cape, in Cape Town in particular, because we're talking to you, then the, you know, a business could leave, but where do they get their staff from? And your point is that you've made those staff. Those staff are ready to be employed. Absolutely. You've, you've hit the nail on there. That's the best description of how we approach it. So we have this Cape Skills and Employment Accelerator Program. So if a call center or uh, a company in clothing and textile yeah. or in technology uh, says, listen, we want to set up shop in Cape Town, we need a thousand call center agents, we will say we've got you covered. <laughs> wow. Because through our sector body, we then do all of the training. Yeah. And last Friday, for example, we had more than 3,000 Catonians queue at the Athlone Stadium to sign up for our call center training program. So we'll put them through the training, we'll pay them a stipend, and we'll place them in a job. So while we're doing the workforce development for these high-growth sectors, my team will then go out and hunt for call centers to set up shopping Cape Town, international call centers hmm. and, and domestic just an example. So the same will apply to clothing factories, mm. boat building factories, um, and so on. And tourism, of course. Uh, yeah. I want to talk about the ease of opening a business. That's always the challenge. It's what I brought up a couple of days ago when we were talking about this. Is it easy in Cape Town, if I want to start a business tomorrow, whatever it might be, to, to open a business in the city? Well, a few things. We've got this dedicated uh, investment facilitation branch that will hold your hand through all of the municipal processes. So it's like a, a red door uh, where you come in and we'll roll out that red carpet. So we give you uh, a, a fast track services because we want to make it easier for you. So firstly, you have a dedicated team that will help you with all the municipal processes. We also have incentives available, financial and non-financial, which we will make available. Then we have a team that will help with the land identification because if it is that you will uh, uh, buy land or le uh, lease land from mm -hmm. the municipality, we also need to uh, get that process up and running. And then, of course, if it's a specific uh, sector, that green tech manufacturing or so on, then we will put you in touch with our sector body called Green Cape or whatever that sector is to help you with your uh, workforce requirements. So we'll take you through all of those processes and to put the cherry on top we have now this ease of doing business index mm. where we will then hold ourselves accountable. And it's a live dashboard that you will find on www.investcapton.com where you can actually track the, the progress of your application, whether it's a business license, if you're going to open up a restaurant, or if you're going to do a new development, you can actually track your construction permit, your electricity connection. Sure. So there are 10 indicators, which is basically pushing us to do more mm. for business and to hold ourselves accountable so that if we can pick up the problem in the system, we can fix it because that's also part of the process is now to figure out how do we make our municipal processes respond quicker to the need of business. Uh, um, yeah. Where does the money come from, James Foss? That, you know, in Johannesburg, we're struggling to fill potholes, traffic lights aren't working, that money needs to go to that. So therefore, mm. all of these lovely things you're talking about cost money. So where are you finding yeah. that budget? 
Firstly, I've partnered with private sector, so I'm always on the lookout to see how I can get private sector involvement in my program. So we work with corporates, we work with educational institutions. So I'm always trying to think out of the box so that I don't burden the municipal budget on all of these job creation and economic development programs. Mm -hmm. So private sector is always ready to to be on board. That's really great. But they become that is where the business confidence comes into it. But then talking to the budget specifically, so my economic growth directorate gets about a billion rand uh, from the budget. And through that budget, we need to build business hives, informal trading spaces, and we have to run these capacity building programs and all the skills development initiatives that cost money because you I, I, I'm strongly believing training someone paying them a stipend and placing them in a job mm. we mustn't leave someone behind or halfway through the program we need to see it through and that costs money but at the same time the city in terms of its sound governance its financial stability we've built up a great budget um, in order for us to be able to deliver services so to give an example we will be paying 2.3 billion rand on our end load shedding plan, mm -hmm. uh, which we will offer protection from the first four stages of ESCOM's blackouts within three years. So we've just issued tenders now for our own solar plants to be established. Um, and so there's a big budget for the end load shedding plan. Then we have 43 billion rand in vital basic services infrastructure, which will basically drive economic growth. So that's building roads. Right. Um, uh, public open spaces, community healthcare centers, uh, water reticulation. We're on a big drive to, to really replace underground services in terms of water uh, connections and so on. And all of those investments will mm. create another 135,000 jobs in the city <laughs> over three years. All right, we so got we, MMC, mm. unfortunately, we need to leave it there. But yeah, it's message received loud and clear. Uh, a lot of work, but a lot of different type of thinking. MMC for Economic Growth in the City of Cape Town. James Foss joining us here on Beyond the Headline. We're going to continue with the thorny unemployment crisis in South Africa. We're in our interview. That's going to be coming up after the news and sports headlines at 5 o'clock.